Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Okay, okay. Big grin from the booth with Dwayne. Dwayne, is this new to you? This is new. This is new. Okay, yeah. stay with it. Stay with it. Okay. It's Friday, everyone. <laughs> All right. These men, thinking about my body, Dwayne. These men look very macho. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, by the way, in the 70s, they wanted to be not Today, they want to be a Metro Man. Today, I don't know what they want to be. Oh. In the 70s, it was all about being a Macho Man, Dwayne. Woke Man. <laughs> woke Man. They used to Woke Man. We, Dwayne, can we just put a pin in that? Okay. That might be an RGF bonus for a new, <laughs> a new version of this band. Hey. Hey. Okay, now Dwayne's mocking me dancing in the booth. Dwayne, that's not funny. You guys... Welcome to Regular Guy Friday, all-male edition. Natasha did her best to come in from South Africa, but my unbelievable migraine, nausea, and vomiting prevented that from happening. (laughs) And uh, luckily we're not on video, but if we were, you'd see uh, the headband tied tightly around my head. Because the shoe must go on, we missed last week. Dwayne, yes, Macho Man by the Village People. Now yeah. look, now look at the album cover. Everyone was a different character. But all macho. We have an Indigenous American. Macho. We have a police. Look at how we got along back then. You had a, a a cowboy, an Indigenous American, and a police officer all getting along. Mm-hmm. That would never That's happen today. Never. Oh, absolutely not. Do you know? I think they performed at our wedding. Really? When Marie and I got married on, on Fox, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was, we did it a few years, so it might have been one of the years, I don't know if it was the year we got married or not, but I remember like hanging out behind the scenes with them, and I was so excited to geek out and talk village people Q&A, and um, 
the guy was like, I, I don't know. Like he just replaced. He was like a replacement. He's like, I think. He's like, I don't know. I think the original guy did it until about like eight years ago. Are you <laughs> serious? Like, oh my god, it was. Yeah, it was horrible. I was like, I was so heartbroken. Macho man. Macho. Macho. Now, by the way, Dwayne, I think their um, orientation, sexual orientation, was was alternative. Really? Yes. Yeah, don't quote me on that. I think it was, but that's why it was always, you know, like so, you know, crazy for the times. They're compensating. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Probably. Well, I think it was. Their music was very uh, tongue in cheek. It was, it was sarcastic. You know, it was like this is what it takes it. to be a macho okay. man. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to be always like have all. Yeah. Anyway, I'm ready. I'm digressing. As you can tell, we fooled them again. I uh, didn't fool them last week. I'm sorry. Um, was not able to fool them. They found out it was all a scam, and I was not able to broadcast. Uh, but luckily this week, uh, through the pounding of my head, we we fooled them, and we made it to this Friday, which, uh, as we say here on Regular Guy Friday, is your day. Not your girlfriend's day, your boyfriend's day, husband, wife, partner, kids, teacher, parent, Going down the list, co-worker, friend, narcissistic friend, narcissistic acquaintance, none of them. They get the other six days a week. Mm. This day's ours, okay? Only you can share the day with your pet, but that's it. Other than that, your day, Friday. Friday's for the men, Friday's for the people. And uh, just a quick, quick side note. For you Heel Squad fans who are just <laughs> tuning in, no, Heel Squad with Maria Menounos. While this is, RGF is on the Heel Squad feed for reasons I continue to question. <laughs> Apparently it's all about downloads, Dwayne, hmm. I'm told. Oh yeah? And I'm told we get a significant portion of those downloads. Wow. Can you Can you believe it? Our six fans are putting in yeah, work. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> our six are very strong. It went down to three, back up to four. Mm, mm. But our four are very vocal, apparently. That's good. So, so, this is the new generation. Yes. Um, but if you are tuning in for Bariba Nunes and Heal Squad and you want all the latest and greatest in healing modalities around the world and general life improvement tips, well, just press pause, go right back into our library. Or as we say in Boston, our library. Go back into our library, and you're going to see all these amazing shows. You can hear all these amazing shows. But what you don't need to do... Oh, Twain, how dare you? That was... That was a that YouTube. Was yeah. Oh, my goodness. Party foul, huh? Big time. Uh, yeah, no, that was just that is not the fault of DJ Dwayne. <laughs> not this time. No, not that Thankfully. time. Thankfully. His Highness, over on planet Dwayne. <laughs> um, but yes, so... You don't have to give us a one-star rating. I get it. I'm not Maria. We like to say that uh, if Heel Squad is business class and first class, we are humbly an economy. Mm-hmm. Spirit Airlines, mm-hmm. to be exact, center seat. Who's counting? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a lighter edition of the show. We have uh, try to have some fun here. With a little bit of takeaway too, I'd like to think that's that sums up RGF a little bit, right? It goes to my yeah. old adage: you can scam all you want, but you got to work. A little so, bit, a little work. So little we have work, some work. Fun. Yeah, we have some work, and we're gonna have some work tonight about manifestation Ooh. and about apologies. Um, oh my God, Dwayne! When I tell you, 
um, little regular guy tip for migraine sufferers or people who have a really bad headache even after a night of drinking um, and your head is pounding. If you don't know this, go take some kind of bandana, some mm. kind of cloth that you can roll up and then squeeze it as tight around your skull as you can. Uh, and no uh, yeah, and it's, listen, it's not a cure, but it does provide, I would say probably 50% relief. So that's Whoa. why, and I'm in fact tightening mine right now so I can get through this show. Uh, my little ode to Bruce Springsteen uh, with my bandana, but I will say, yes, Dwayne, if you um, run into this situation, I suggest you hydrate. Um, unfortunately, caffeinate because caffeine does knock out that um, I know. headaches and you know, you've know you got, that's what most of the migraine over-the-counter medications are made of. However, if you can do this, uh, as I have done, hopefully that will help you. And you know, just a little side note um, mm -hmm. about the people who like to give one-star reviews. We got a one-star oh. review on, on my interview with Kylan Young. No from way. Big Brother and Challenge, who um, who has dealt with autism and being on the spectrum mm -hmm. for his life, and has found such an amazing way to thrive uh, through that condition. And on the interview, provided I thought such great in a time where so many families are you know touched by this condition. Yeah, he provided such hope, but also such just really great practical advice on how to parent someone in that situation, how to deal with it if you yourself are in that. And yet we get a one-star review because the levels of the commercial were too loud and or too long. So one star and I will not recommend. Weird. And just, well, no, again, can I use, I, okay, we're not, we haven't been together long enough. Weird is, weird's offensive to me. Mm -hmm. Dwayne, let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Save weird for what you can't understand. Okay. okay. So I get that a lot. Roxy used to to be able to say, oh, that's so weird. I'm like, no, it's not. Weird is what you can't understand. You can't even wrap your head around. That's weird. I can tell you exactly why or many reasons why this would happen. And uh, But even if I couldn't tell you those reasons why, I can tell you why it's messed up because you're going to disregard th this guy pouring his heart out and all that amazing takeaway. Yeah. Fast forward through the commercials. Like, what? Or just be patient just for the, what is it, three minutes, four minutes? What are we talking about here? One star and would not recommend. I digress. But again, that must make you feel a lot better as a human being because as we learned on the South Park episode about people leaving reviews, you get to feel important when you do that. <laughs> South Park. <laughs> Did you South ever see Park. that episode? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Remember? He, he was just, <clears throat> it, was, it was Kyle's dad. And he just kept saying, as I'm important every time he. <laughs> Do you remember when they would find out a Yelp reviewer was coming to each restaurant? Oh. And the servers would all kiss oh, their ass. Yeah. But then they would, I don't even want to say what they would do to the food because it's, it's so disgusting. I can't even repeat it. All right, Dwayne, all guy edition. We continue to fall into this trap. Not your fault, but mine. I, do. I apologize. Uh, but, but I was. I was driving home from work and funny story yesterday and uh, well late yesterday and migraine started kicking him mm -hmm. and it was so bad I went into a McDonald's parking lot and I turned
tried to get into the bathroom to as I had a vomit. I was in such pain. And um and the uh, bathroom was locked. And uh typical LA you need codes to get in, whatever. And there was someone in there and there was someone waiting to get in there and I'm like I and then I when I went outside I'm like, wait a second. This is LA. <laughs> what a <laughs> there's an open barrel. There you go. <laughs> that's and, my uh, <laughs> that's where I'm gonna <laughs> handle my business. So I just leaned my head over and hurled oh wow so some person comes up to me and goes um hi do you have any money and i just turned around and looked up and said one second hurled again Ugh. pulled up then just pulled up my wallet and all i had was 20s i usually like to have fives and things you know like yeah, yeah. i was okay today's your lucky day <laughs> and i gave them <laughs> the money and and the person said, what's your name? I said, excuse me. I threw up one more time and came back and said, Kevin. And the person said, God bless you, Kevin. And I said, thank you. I could use that right now. Aww. But it's so L.A. <laughs> like yeah. Me throwing up in a barrel and someone just approaching me. <laughs> That's normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, all righty. Wow. I can't, I've, guys, forgive me. I um, oh, My head is aching me. As we're pounding through this show. Uh, Chugging along. Do you want... Uh, Tween, I wonder if mm-hmm. we're so early in. You know what? Before we... Okay. How about a note on apologies? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. You know, Dwayne, it's funny. Bring that up because in modern times... You're maybe one of the few people who's ever apologized to me. And um, I was talking about it with Ida Kendall about apologies. It wasn't, we weren't talking about you. Thank but you. I said often I'm getting, I'll get the, I'm sorry, but it's really more about, can we just move forward? Here's your stupid apology. And I'll always pause and say, no, I don't want your apology. I want there to be an understanding that you know mm-hmm. what you did was wrong Therefore, you're not going to do it again. Yeah. And so I'm going, I'm saying this to Ida. I'm like, Ida, but is that just me and my being a control person or just trying to get the last word in? And she was like, no, no, no. If you are, if you are actually wrong, um, a true apology is based on admission of what the person did wrong. It's not just about appeasement. Hmm. That's good. So... Wow. A good response might be if you get the I'm sorry, but or okay, oh I'm sorry. Now can we just get to the fun stuff? I'm sorry. Now can we just move forward where, you know, I don't have to deal with this annoying subject you keep bringing up. Um the line you know, let's not go to apology too soon. You know, uh, let's let's work on making amends. Hmm. Figuring out why. Oh well, yeah, because the idea to me, it's not. It's less about ego uh-huh. and getting the apology. So you can. I'm sure that some of that's nice, but for me, it's it's. I want an assurance it's not going to happen again. And usually, that comes when the person can admit, "Hey, I was wrong, and I am sorry." And I feel the apology 
I feel like in the again with the growth of narcissism, I think in the last fifty years, I see apologies less and less, and when I see them, it's more about manipulation. It's a it's a I'm sorry because I don't want to lose everything I have. Wow. But again, that's judgmental of me because I don't know that. Maybe the people who are apologizing are genuinely wrong. I don't know. But I'm just saying in my my interpersonal experiences, because I just said the same thing. She's like, I think I just said with her own life. I've, yeah, I've probably received like two. She's like, I've been waiting. <laughs> Jeez. Um, not wait. She didn't say I'm waiting because she's more functional than that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's important is that you know you you have to work on making amends first mm -hmm. and i think the person has to really understand the wrong um because if they don't it's going to happen again chances are right, very great right. it's going to happen again and uh to me that's the the vindication really comes from that is them saying you know also just i think when the person can admit it relieves so much off of you. If you're, if you are in fact a victim, it takes, it relieves so much of you where you can say, okay, I'm not crazy. I didn't just jump to conclusions. Um, or I can, hopefully it'll help you forgive because you don't want to, you know, to carry. Right. The hatred and anger is only going to wear you out. But man, it makes it a lot easier when the person, you know, apologizes. But I don't know, that just really, I don't know, that just really sat with me. And I was joking. I said, well, I was half joking, but I was saying, you know, Dwayne and I were, something was in the studio. And then afterwards, Dwayne came up with the open arms say, for the hug and just said, I'm sorry. And I was like, but you know, I actually thought he meant it. So oh, <laughs> uh, well, I did. Know. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're very, listen, you're very pure, Dwayne. That's why. That's why I have you here because do you think at this age, I tell you all the time, do you think at this age I want anyone less than that around me i won't even have it i'll just be lonely guy do lgfs <laughs> which you're very capable of I do lgf well you know it's yeah. not as fun it's a lot more work but um yeah so i just tell well, one thing i tell you Dwayne, is the luxuries the other kids got 10 15 years ago you can't get because i'm not that age anymore <laughs> right you know it's like you had a 40 year old kev different story 35 year old kev different story you know a lot more tolerance you know, but uh, enough left. I'm still, still patient enough. I think you're still pretty tolerable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, please, Dwayne. My experience I, has been good so far. The stuff I put up with, <laughs> if people do the Dwaynes, the Dwayneisms, <laughs> the, <laughs> the after buzz savings and loan and the banker's hours we keep. And <laughs> um, all right, Dwayne, how about we take a break? Okay. Then we line up, line up a couple of... Uh, couple of posts that i saw that hopefully will help us and then maybe this caffeine will kick in and get us a little more content uh doing my best here people doing my doing best great. we gotta You're hit the what we gotta hit the 30 minute mark that's usually what yeah it's yeah. a sweet spot all right you guys i just don't want to waste your time okay well as we say in uh, as we say in boston we'll talk shortly when you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, 
for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different and there's no one size fits all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Hill Squad. Your hair deserves it. This is guy from Kiss, huh? Mm-hmm. Cool. Former member. Former. Yeah, he got overserved a lot. Gene and Paul got sick of him being overserved. <laughs> but you know, really great song. And when it's funny, there's a video of Paul Stanley singing this. Yeah. And he, it's not very good. <laughs> I mean, he, the, Ace Freely and Peter Chris were very talented. Hmm. What, what do you think of the makeup? What? I mean, super creative in the 70s, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's why uh, I was trying to get you into the '70s music. You'd see full bands and brass, and you know. Why? Why do you think they were? Or let me ask you this: Were they one of the only ones that did it? And if so, why? Yes, why I think just super creative. Just Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Just you know, super creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I still think this. Ro- there's so much room for it. Yeah. that's why you see Gaga does well, Marshmallow. And I, I, I can't tell you, Dwayne, how many talented artists will come to me. 
and I'll come up with that kind of little thing with them. And they won't embrace it. And I'm like, today, it's not like it used to be. Because you had a limited amount of artists. Right, right. So it was easier to stand out now between technology and new media. I mean, it's every, everyone is out there with their stuff. And furthermore, one of the biggest misconceptions people have in our business, I actually think in life in general, is that they think they think that it's it's just talent, mm-hmm. uh, or that they, and their talent is so unique and so different and so great, and they don't understand that today. Okay, in our in our business, but in most things, people are are super talented, and that's because there's so much more information to train people. You should be a better singer today. You should be a better writer today. You should be a better actor today. And you are. But there's so much information and training. It's so much more accessible Mm -hmm. that you should be. And they are. Right. But that goes for a lot of trades. So then it's like, what's that one extra thing that's going to separate you from everyone else? Because that's also sometimes things that, you know, again, the way we take it to sports, but it's that little extra thing that makes the college athlete better than high school and then that one little extra thing that makes that college athlete a pro it's just that one little extra thing and so i can't tell you how many times people come to me to consult and i'll say okay i got it here's the download that's come to me and they'll go what that's just out there and i'm and 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 i'm like it is but just trust the process that's the point yeah trust the process (laughs) do you know and i have the this is so braggadocious of me, and I, I totally come off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna totally come off as that guy who's like, I had that idea, <laughs> but Maria will attest to it. And I have all the sketches and the emails to prove it, and the music. But when Maria was uh, 23, 24, mm-hmm. you know, I was always big on diversifying, and you know, I always whoever I work with, it's whatever talents they have, we use them. Because mm-hmm. I always say to people, and this is true of I think any business, um, unfortunately, you know. Star Trek quote, evil usually triumphs unless good is very careful. Part of being careful is making wise choices and being smart and um, <laughs> being able to outwork other people. But but a lot of people in business, especially show business, are going to cut throats and they're going to do um, unsavory, unscrupulous things to succeed. So where does that leave Maria? who's none of those things. All the people who come to me, and I mean it, the universe is only connecting me with people who are like that. But I say, but that puts us in a top, we're behind going onto the field. We're already down however many points. Right. Knowing that the competition is going to pull out all those stops. Mm-hmm. So what is that extra little mm, that we can do? So if it's something out of the box creative, let's do it. If it is, again, if you have parents who have means and are willing to help you, take it. If you're starting a pizza business and you know your uncle owns 20 of them, let's go get his advice. Right. But you, no, I want to do it on my own. No, I don't want to be, it, like, okay, well thanks. You just made it so much harder because all the other people who are swindling and cheating and, and you know, you're basically giving it away. You can't almost can't afford to not to. And then when it comes to even just being creative, um, a lot of that is just overthinking and fear 
and um yeah it's frustrating you know because i i i'm telling you like there's so many people i could break but anyway with maria i had the vision for a lady gaga-esque well before lady gaga this was back whoa Early 2000s, I have the sketches too. So Gaga it was a, before Gaga? It was, it was Maria in all these different masks uh-huh. and sexy outfits, very, I would say almost superhero-like. Okay. And there was a guy, Ron Delsner, a very big producer he, of all the Madison Square Garden events, mm. big music producer. And he wanted to produce it. He loved the music. And, you know, I produced the music. We called it Smart Pop. Um, my friend who I've mentioned before, who's just a genius poet did the lyrics and um another friend did the music with me super proud of it and but it was concept way out of the box and um it wasn't gonna be maria it was an omega girl and um Rondell was like, what? What is this? Masks? How, why would you cover? What are you, an idiot? Why would you? New York guy. So he very much talks like that. Now, mm-hmm. again, your generation would either be, I would have had him up on charges, lawsuit, hung myself, <laughs> taken a bottle of pills to fall asleep. Oh, My generation was like, okay, this is how they talk to us. Like, would you, he said, what are you, an idiot? You'd cover up that face. You'd cover up that. And I just said, well, oh, she's, of course, she's beautiful, but it's mystery. But you're not putting her in a paper bag. Mm-hmm. You're putting her in a sexy outfit. You're you're gonna see her lips and the eyes. I said Yvonne Craig as Batgirl, 1966. I said, look at her; she's stunning. She's gorgeous, but she's all covered up. But yet, it's mystery. It's like, oh my God, what's underneath that? Yeah. And um, again, just you know, nobody tried harder. What is it? No, few tried harder, and um, too dumb to quit. So in a few weeks, I'm finally gonna produce a song that's gonna hit. Hit in mid March. I'll keep you all posted on that. Not with Maria, Ooh. but with someone else. Sick. And I'm and I'm pretty sure it, we're gonna we're gonna top iTunes with it. So thank goodness I'm too dumb to quit. <laughs> thank goodness few tried harder. Knock on wood with all that. I'll keep everyone posted on that. But back to the original thing is, you know, I think people are um, are afraid mm-hmm. for a number of different reasons. Or they're overthinking, or they're prideful, or their ego's getting in the way. But I can't tell you, you, you're just making it so much harder on yourself when it's already so freaking hard out there and other people are not going to play by the rules. So then how do we compete with them? Mm-hmm. All we can do is outthink them. Out, no, I just said less think. We can out, <laughs> outsmart them and we can outwork them. And I always said I'm more creative than them. That's what I was like. You have to make up for it. The people I knew were really creative usually weren't like that. They're just happy in their own world and secure with their own talents. It's the ones that were less, that were more vicious because they knew they didn't have, a lot of the co-hosts, I'll say right now, a lot of the, most of the co-hosts, they could read a teleprompter and people liked them reading a teleprompter. They couldn't act, they couldn't sing, they couldn't write, they couldn't do all the things Maria did. And they weren't Maria and they didn't look like Maria. Let, let's just call, call, a, call it what it is. And so what did they have to do? They had to do underhanded tactics to hurt her. And she just, it was just confusing to her. And I, and, and I said, Maria, we'll never beat them at their game. Because mm-hmm. we're not willing to go there. We won't go there. We know the karma attached to that. It's also not in our character. And by the way, the other thing is we don't know how to do it. We don't know how to do it. They're wired that way. Right. By the way, a lot right. of times, whether it's a negotiation, there's just, you know, I know when I'm going against somebody, I'm like, I am not, I don't have the skill set to play on their field. I'll never win. 
on their field. Like that's what they do. Mm-hmm. There's just certain things. So my thing is, okay, let's let's go onto my field. Let's go. Let's play our game. Let's not play their game. And so that's why if you study Maria's career, it was always about creating, diversifying, using those other um, aspects of her talents so she could have other things. And, you know, here we are now where she, it's, you know, down to working from her house um, with people she loves, doing things she loves. And my two favorite words put together, Dwayne, which you haven't been here long enough to know, but our, one of our four people would be able to answer that. No boss. No buts. No boss. No boss. Yes. No boss. No boss. Oh, I like that. Yes, that's my two favorite words put together. No <laughs> boss. Um, so, and by the way, I don't consider myself boss. I consider myself a leader. So if you come to work for me, I'd like to think you're getting a leader who's and a teacher and a mentor because I don't like bosses. Yeah. You know? Bosses don't work on um, no, it, banker hours. They don't. No. They don't respect banker hours, bosses. They don't respect it. No. Bosses work banker hours. That's the problem. But uh, the bosses I, the ones I admired were the ones who were working harder than me mm. um, or, or as hard as me. And those are the ones I respected. But that's Can I ask it. you a question about that real quick? Just a little side. Little side. Okay. Just, can, just remind me to get back because I think yes. we have a lot of, of female listeners <laughs> who are affected by the things I'm mentioning with Maria. In fact, I know a few who mm. I talked to this week about right. it. Maybe we put it in it. Maybe we'll come back. Will you remember the question? Yeah. All course. right. But I think, um, I just think there's a, you know, a lot of, and, and as I did have someone come to me this week and um, so much fear and anxiety over the future and over now and 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 honestly just looking at this person super talented smart earnest young and new but willing to learn and i just you know it's it's an old quote from a friend's dad that i use on maria all the time but i'm saying to the girl there's a lot of things for you to worry about in this world this isn't one of them you worrying about how, you know, if you're making the right moves in life or if you're doing enough or, it, it, no, well, you're fine. But so much fear, fear of, um, some of that's healthy, you know, because you always want to, Kaizen continues improvement, but so much uh, fear of, uh, oh, I just don't want to make a mistake. I just don't want to look bad. I just don't want to, you know, and um I, I just know with my mom, she always said when she got in her 50s, I remember her just even saying to me, Kevin, wait till Maria hits 40. She's like, when my mom died, I hit 40. That was it. She's like, I really started to go enough. I don't care. You know, and, and um, I think that's when it can start. But, you know, if we're all committed to really becoming better, mm-hmm. Dwayne, why do you have to wait till you're 70 like me? <laughs> you can do it now. But the same with some of the people I was talking to this week about fear. I'm like, you don't have, you, you don't have to carry that stuff. I mean, there are legitimate. I said, listen, if, if, a, if a bear all of a sudden starts running down this pathway to eat us, that, yeah, be, now you're going to be afraid and you have to act on that fear. Yeah. But all those other fears and all those other thoughts, while you're thinking everyone else is do the successful people are doing, and then when you start doing, then you have to even be more resourceful because the successful people are also doing 
unsavory, treacherous things right, right. to make it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So, I don't know. I didn't expect uh, to go down that rabbit hole, Dwayne. But uh, I guess whatever. That's what uh, the almighty powerful Allah wanted me to tell, or Yahweh. Uh, wanted me to tell everyone today. So there you go. I'm just going to honor that. Now, Dwayne, let's let's take a pin out of the pin cushion. What oh, was your question, oh, sir? Um, just, first of all, thank you. I appreciate Dwayne from it. Northern California would like to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was curious. You mentioned um, you always admired the boss that worked harder than you. Yes. How? How do you deal with a lazy boss? Well. No, 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 no. Um, as, as an employee, right? Mm-hmm. How do you, I guess, maybe this is the right word, but how do you interpret that for your own, I guess, work ethic? You know, like. I Listen, you can, I always respected that person. That was someone mm-hmm. I, what I didn't respect was the one who's sitting on a throne being fanned mm-hmm. and ordering everyone around. I'll never forget one boss I had in the carny business. I had several bosses in that business. And, um, he was sending us into a really dangerous job. Um, you know, the carnival world and the gaming world, Dwayne, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's nighttime and you have, you know, a lot of bad people can show up, get in fights, things like that. But in the, you know, when you're, you, you're doing food or you're doing games, especially games, can be highly antagonistic. Right, right testosterone's going, you know, mostly you've got like 16 to 20 year old men, you know, and some of them is, we're very, very dangerous. And honestly, we shouldn't have been there or we should have, if it were me, I would have hired security. I would have hired, I would have hired, um, I wouldn't hire like a -a rent-a-cop. I would actually pay a police detail and have police, you know, yeah, but they made, these guys made so much cash. Yeah. At these events and like that's what you do to protect your people. Now, at that age I didn't know any better. I was we used to consider us ourselves disposable help. <laughs> so, so I I one I mean there was a couple of times there was one time I'm like one of the kids and you know and the, and I was I was 22 myself, but I had 16 17 year old kids I you know that were from the projects and I was responsible for all of them. Still super close to the ones that are still alive. And um I remember what I'm saying to me, are we, are we going to get home alive? And I just remember just, I'm like staring at this vat full of uh, fryolate oil. <laughs> I just, and I didn't answer because I'm like, I really didn't think we were. 
But I'll never forget, it was, it was a, a mob boss who used to come by and do whatever side business he did with my <laughs> boss. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he, he had a rudder. And those guys, for whatever reason, they loved college kids because they knew we weren't in the lifestyle yeah. and they knew we were pretty much good chance we were honest. And because they were just surrounded by knuckleheads all day, it was they would all love to talk to me. History and sports and culture. It, just, it was amazing. You know, the stuff they would... And um, they were more decent than the people I worked for, believe it or not, at least the ones I knew. I knew some ones that were like bad. One-way animals, like, yeah, you didn't want to even look at them. Um, yeah, I don't even want to name the names, even though they're dead. They're still that scary to me that Whoa. I came in contact with. They're famous too, and just they never did anything to me. But being just around them, the hairs in my back of my neck just went up. I'm like, yeah. scary, scary people. They've made movies about them. Boston area, you go figure it out. <laughs> scary, and their associates scarier. And then they're, the associates of their associates, oh my God, because they're sloppy in third string. Oh my God, this one guy would come in drunk and he was the third string and his dad was, you know, one of the famous people and oh my God. And you didn't know who was going to show up. If he was in a good mood, fine. If he was drinking and, Oof. you know, you didn't make eye contact because you were next. You never know, yeah. And talk about a no-win situation. Oof. Scary. I digress. <laughs> Again, what a surprise. Everyone, please, my head's killing me. <laughs> Bear with me. But as I was saying, this one mob boss said to my boss, he goes, oh, he's like, they're a bunch of wimps. He's talking about us going to this one really dangerous fair. They're a bunch of wimps. He's like, it's perfectly safe and harmless, that fair. And my boss, had the, my friend, my mentor at the time, my car, my carny mentor, we'll call him, Bob Boss Mentor, said, you know what? Um, everything, he said, what did he say to him? He goes, yeah, everything looks safe. What did I say? He said it was safe and, he's like, oh, it's, a, it, it's safe and harmless. He said, everything looks safe and harmless from an air-conditioned office in Charlestown. And that's where my boss was speaking from. His, yeah. you know, we had a factory underneath that held all the equipment, and then above he had his air conditioned office. And he, and I'll never forget that. Yeah, everything looks safe and harmless. Basically, where you're sitting here in your little protected hovel. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to work for another guy in the carny business, he was the exact opposite. You know, I've said the told things about him too. He was like in his mid sixties. Big Dwayne, like six four, giant fists, ex cop, um, like, Whoa. but he, but interesting Jewish too. You know, he was so it was just he he was a unique person, but an ass kicker and but and tough. Mm -hmm. You know, tough, um, real tough, scary tough. Like, not, but familial, just interesting. But but I remember, he'd be right out there with us, picking up cards, putting them down. And um, I used to have to tell him, come on, you're, you're old. And he told his kids, like, your father's going to like, and he did. He, he, his heart exploded. Oh, wow. Like literally a year oh, after no. I left, I, you know, <clears throat> gone. Just boop, 
you know Jeez. but i remember telling you know his second generation bratty kids like you know your dad but what i really admired is he was right out there mm-hmm. with us and then i would notice some of the shows maria worked on same thing everything was good from their little cushy corner office their beautiful view of the lot and then you'd go out on the floor and everybody was in um sweatshirts hoodie sweatshirts every box had a box of tissues on it whether they're nursing a cold or just crying from being screamed at and the orders they would give would also make no sense and that's the same thing my boss too the the original boss is some of his orders would just i'm like are you are you nero of rome (laughs) like are you insane yeah, you're going to take 10 of these friolators. You're going to take uh, 18 of these propane. I'm like, wait, wait, Mark, this stuff gets picked up by forklifts. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm the strongest guy on the job you know, next to Joe, who's lazy. Sorry, I love Joe. <laughs> he was the strongest person I ever met next to Bob Backlund, the professional wrestler. And yet, but good luck getting Joe to lift anything except when we needed him to. Yeah, He just protected us. But everyone else was like, it was all masochist because the kids were all really, really skinny because we kind of figured out that any guy that was big and strong would just be like, beat my boss up or tell us to F ourselves. So, and I'm like, how is any human being going to lift this stuff? Let alone the fact that it's all being stuffed into a trailer. It's just one spark away from being a nuclear bomb on the highway. Like, like, the, the trailers we had were not built for equipment. They were more for they were like for game trailers. You know, you open them up and you throw darts in them. Oh, wow. And he would like throw all the equipment in there. So it was just like <laughs> the, the ass of the trailer dragging sparks everywhere. I mean, like it was just insanity. And I remember being, you know, but the same with the the people in like the Maria business and, and, and you know, in entertainment news and also some of the film producers I met, they would have these ridiculous expectations in, in not only because they were narcissists and they were up in the corner office, but because because they didn't do the work, mm-hmm. they didn't know what it was like in the field. Yeah. So a lot of times you hear this in in, in war. You know, your generals are these college grads who they've studied the art of war, and they've studied a bunch of maps and a bunch of different battles. And, and listen, I'm sure a lot of them are very qualified, but they've never actually served, so they don't really understand what it's like in the field. Right. So I came up in the field you know, with production, indie filmmaker. So I know everything around it. And then the carny business, and the same with contracting. In fact, I'm going to tell a contractor this week, who do you think you're talking to, buddy? I'm not that guy. Okay? I've done many, 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 too many of these. So guess what? I know what it takes to frame a wall, to sheetrock it, to insulate it, and I know what it costs. So let's just skip that move on for your benefit. But my problem is with with certain leaders is not only it's all good for them to have the royal treatment mm-hmm. everyone else can suffer but then also because they're like that they also their their orders don't make sense either partly narcissism but partly they don't really have the field experience so then they don't respect you right so i res- i personally respect the person that they work for me the problem is sometimes workers don't respect that they're trained to respect mm. the person on the throne because they're conditioned that way. Yeah. And they dis- so I've gotten disrespect because I'm not in the $3,000 suit every day. And I'm not, you know, coming in in whatever, like, big giant $150,000 car of the month it is. You know, I'm not doing any of that stuff. 
but I respected the guy like me who was willing to work, who would say, no, Dwayne, you're editing this. That's a skill set I don't have. I'm going to go and replace all the lights in Studio B. Or I'm going to even clean up right now. I'll mm -hmm. clean the place. Don't. Everyone stay doing what you're doing. I'd rather be me. I'd rather work for that. That's what I respected. Um, and I think that, you know, and I think if you work, provide value to someone like that, they'll see it. Because I know I do. I know I see it when I get it. And, um, Dwayne, anytime you've fallen short, I always go back to Dwayne's heart. Dwayne's always available. He's always going to smile. He's always willing to learn. He's always willing to try. High of heart, train for skill. All that other stuff can be learned. But you can't, you can't, um, trying to get heart is hard. Now, I've been able to do it as a coach, but I told you it took like sometimes five, 10 years, 15 years. <laughs> just don't have it in me anymore. I do, but I not, you know. Right. It's for other things now. I, well, that's the thing is like to get to the, you know, to get to the next level, which ultimately will serve you, Dwayne, if I do. Yeah. The yeah. more higher I go, like you have a lot of goals and things you want to do. Mm -hmm. You can do them in other places. And I told you, once you go through Camp Kev, you'll be able to do whatever you want. But, you know, if you've said, no, I want to stay with you. Okay, well, you know, but you want to do other things. So I have to be able to be free. I, I have to be able to do those things, so I need the support, I need to get there. So the converse thing is too, as a manager, I've also seen me mm -hmm. do too much of the grunt work, mm -hmm. and then that's cost me too. So I, the, when my bosses had to say, I, one boss, I remember saying to him, no, 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 get out of here, let me, I got the warehouse, I'll get all the equipment fixed and cleaned, you get up there and start booking us jobs. Because it was one year it rained all year. And you don't, when it rains, you don't make any money. Oh, wow. And I'm saying, no, you go in that room and book. Get on the phone. Find kids' cookouts. Whatever you can find mm -hmm. right now, go do it. You know, so, you know, I don't know. It's all balanced, Dwayne. I don't even know if I answered your question. Dwayne, I don't no, even know what you, we're talking about. We hit 30 minutes. Tried. That's all I know. We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we fooled him again. We, we certainly <laughs> did fool him again. Um, Dwayne. Yes. Should we should we go play one of these clips? Yeah, let's do it. Let's um let's spread some actual knowledge, huh? Official knowledge. This is this is actual knowledge. Okay. Good knowledge. You know, Dwayne, one thing I'll say before you play this. Nah, see, I dug my own grave there. No, 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 Dwayne. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this one line. Okay. This is to my four people and I I don't even <laughs> want to break it down. Five people, including you, Dwayne. Okay. Whatever the question, mm -hmm. self-love is the answer. Okay. Play the next clip. All right. Okay. Well, uh, yep. One thing I'd avoid saying to myself through the lens of neuroscience and cognitive psychology, and that is when a new event's coming up or I have an opportunity to do something perhaps I haven't done before, stay away from, well, what if it doesn't work out? Now you've told the frontal lobes to look for all the information necessary to prove you're right. And guess how it's gonna make you feel when you fail? Mm -hmm. We all know that. So a little brain trigger right now so the cerebral cortex acts on your behalf instead of against you is, well, what if it does work out? Ooh. What if I ask for the job and I get it? What if I ask her to dance and she says yes? Begin to imagine the outcomes 
as if they're transpiring for you right now, which brings mm -hmm. up the emotion necessary to be able to enjoy the right now. Okay. If you found value in this, go ahead and leave All it. All right. Below. There you go, Dwayne. How about I that? I like that. I, I like now, that. Now, by the way, we keep now... The good part of new media is more and more of these clips with this sentiment is coming up, but we're also uncovering people in the 20s, 30s, and 40s were saying this, Dwayne. Hmm, yeah. But I thought you that would appeal to you about the actual science behind it. Mm hmm So tying back to what we were talking about earlier yeah. is about thoughts and overthinking things and, and thinking and being afraid, like the person I was talking to this week who was afraid how things might not work out is to switch it around in that way. So, you know, another way is, uh, you know, and this is something else that I got from the great Ida Kendall, which ties to this. The secret formula, formula of the universe is not figuring out the how. Mm -hmm. It's figuring out and focusing on the what. Don't Why? focus on how to be a millionaire. Focus on being a millionaire. Oh. Okay. So okay. again, again, it just ties into what he had said. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's play. Let's play the next one, you shall one we? More? Yes, okay. please. Cool. We're getting spoiled. I will attract into my life what I am, not what I want, and I am capable of attracting all things that that, that the source is is capable of attracting. That's the difference. It's like you get what you are rather than what you want. I am I am well. I am happy. I am content. I am fulfilled. Even if your senses tell you that you're depressed, you don't say I am depressed because if you say I am depressed, you connect with depression and the universal source, God, whatever you want to call it, will align in such a way to offer you whatever it is. More depression. Put, yeah, here's some more <laughs> depression. Interesting though, right, Dwayne? Wow. Yeah. It's funny. I was... Uh, I was away in, um, again, the universe just connects you with people so randomly. Famous football player, and I don't, I, I don't want to butcher his name, retired, got into the, this big giant hot tub at the place I was staying at, and he came in with his wife and didn't know us, by the way, and by the end knew who we were. The wife figured it out. But um, it's interesting. He was kind of saying the same thing. And, and Oh, and it was great because it was a group of your generation that was there. <laughs> Little rich kids, Dwayne. <laughs> Mom and dad's money. Shh. No, they were lawyers and things like that. They mm. they were successful, but come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came from. So they were there, and I thought it was interesting because he was. He just went into preacher mode. You know, he, he had both his arms back, and like it's a big guy. He's got the tats <laughs> on him, but but Maria was like, he should be a preacher. But he was talking about. Of course, we all get depressed. He's like, yeah, it's part of life, but you're going to choose to sit in it. And basically, I, I don't want to butcher what he was saying, but he was saying very similar to what that person was saying. And so, again, just so much is tied, you know, to our thoughts. Yeah. And uh, so, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that resonates with people. Uh, I'm working harder on my inner dialogue. And it, it, my outer dialogue, I, a lot of it I throw out the self-deprecation before think it was just to, I don't know, probably had insecurity just to fit in. And then it was for comedy. And sometimes on the show it's for comedy. But now I'm kind of thinking of the Bruce Lee thing, which is be careful with the power of words. Mm. Words cast spells. That's why they call it spelling. Ooh. Right? So I'm starting to like, oh, kind of check myself a little <laughs> bit more. But I don't know. I just th think there's just so much to this. 
uh, the science behind manifesting and yeah. Yeah. yeah so i don't know Dwayne. just always on these fridays giving you something to uh take into the weekend um i wonder if the fact that athena was up last night <laughs> put went to bed at seven up at so i was a dad fluencer at nine o'clock then a dad fluencer again at 11 o'clock oh boy a dad fluencer again at one and then at 2 15 i was a full-time dad fluencer till 4 30 she was up the whole time Oof. and then finally uh some sleep until maybe 6 15 and um then we play Ernie and Bert and we play our music and we say, okay, now it's, yeah, but oh my goodness, I love her. But I'm like, honey, please. <laughs> I don't say that to her. I go, shh, daddy's here. Come on. Come on. But uh, I don't know. That probably, probably gave in a little bit to the uh, the uh, migraine. I was saying to Ida, you know, because Ida was big on, my, my sensei was, you know, big on manifesting some interesting new things for me in this year. And I just hit a moment between the migraines and the fatigue and just so much going on. I just kind of said to her, I was like, I don't, I don't, I just don't know how I can get there physically the way just, I, I just am really wiped out. And, and she said, um, and again, I say this because I think a lot of the heel squad ails from this as well. And, um, Let's see if this resonates with our four people who listen to us. <laughs> but my appeasement and avoidant nature is counterintuitive and counterproductive to the level of success I should be achieving. And, mm. you know, it's been appeasement for a long time, <clears throat> but it's also been avoidant. Mm -hmm. And lately, I think it's, uh, it's probably more the avoidant. You know, I'll just, but I'm realizing it was kind of a breakthrough to realize I can't get next level um, being that way. Right. So I have to really start, uh, again, making better choices that are not in those um, areas. Hmm. So, Dwayne, uh, with that, let's see. Dwayne, I have to give you an outro selection uh, in the future. Let's do this, though, Dwayne. Can you get okay. me YMCA by the Village People? Yeah. Because you know what? Let's have that take us out and perhaps into a little bonus, Dwayne. Okay. And then bonus, we can discuss this concept you have of the the uh, woke supergroup, we're going to call it. <laughs> I like that. But the we woke have to supergroup. Yeah, because we have to decide what characters. We, like, this was... This was uh, a policeman, a cowboy, a construction worker. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what. See, and they're doing the, the letters YMCA. Yeah. Never heard this before, no? I have. It's fun to stay at the That's the day. You've heard this? Oh yeah. Alright, so Dwayne, who are you gonna cast in your new world super, super group? I'm excited. 
Let's see. Well, we have. Can you just can we cast the same people? It's just they have to be woke. Of course. I mean, the same I mean, characters. I think. You know, I think it would be a little different, actually. I think each character would be their own. Oh, so culture. maybe so. Okay, so would be young men if you want to have the same song. Yeah, young people. Young people. Young exactly. things. Young. Things. Young them. Young them. Young okay, them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think. Um, I think the no thems. The, the each character would no have thems. to be. No I like it. <laughs> no, it's working, Dwayne. Yeah. No them. Okay, keep going, Dwayne. They like ha- they'd have to be. Um, they'd have to match their cultural background, for Ooh. sure. They can't. They can't be any competing culture. So the cowboy and the indigenous could not. Indigenous American has to be a true indigenous American. Correct. Okay. But if that's the case, the, uh, the, the cowboy would have to be okay. recast. Okay. But you know, Dwayne, how what we do when we up when we do reboots and upgrade. Don't you think there's gonna be like a, 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 an added character that's a stuffed animal, like a Barney type? Like, a, do you know what I mean? Or, 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 or the other trick they pull is they go, "Oh, we gotta do something for the kids." So Godzilla had Godzuki. So right. So is there like a little baby version, a, a kid's like character? I don't know. Maybe just spitball, Dwayne. There's a little furry. There's a furry. Furry be nice. Maybe an alien, Dwayne. Maybe an. A furry alien. A, a furry alien. Yeah. Now, Dwayne, I'm starting to think. Okay. Okay, here's the thing, because you know I always it, my mind spirals to make everything real. All right, so we take this song and we rewrite it. So and it's still fun to stay at the YMCA, right? Yeah. For everybody. Well, if, make sure that the YMCA is. is it's for them. They they know. Yeah. Okay. 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 So then, this is our entry-level song. Mm-hmm. Get all the talk going, mm-hmm. and then we go into original music. Original music, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. because we want to own the IP. Interesting. This Interesting. is how you would just, you would get the sync rights for this, which you get, but you have to pay them. Uh, you you get money for your a piece for your recording, but yeah. you have to pay the Vic, like we'd say in the mob. <laughs> got to pay the Vic. You got to pay the all whoever right. wrote this song. Interesting. Has to get paid. So we have to we would create our own. Okay. I okay. tell you that. Yeah. All right. Wait, let's just let's keep this in beta. Let's okay. keep let's keep spitballing this. Let's. Yeah, we might have to take this one to the whiteboard. <laughs> the white. Okay. That's that's new. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, Dwayne, I'll your, take it. Your idea. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm just I'm. We've we. I'm just here to facilitate. We've survived the outro song. What do we do now? Well, um, Irish goodbye. No, I want to say this uh, <laughs> on a serious note because this just reminded me. Um, on a serious note, so about okay, okay, yeah. whether it's uh, you know, whether you're down on people who are super left or down on people who are super right, I had an experience today, um, this this morning where very, you know, ended up very well, but I can't tell you how much empathy and education and patience could help so many people. Hmm. So I. I don't want to give away the business that I was dealing because I don't want to give away the people that I was dealing with, but it was um, someone in the service industry and I went in and they're foreigners and, you know, the mom uh, is a fan and mentioned how Maria um, did married 
our friends Daria and Tony, Sonia Deville and her new wife Tony. And you know Maria became ordained and, and did the service and um, lost many followers as a result. And uh, gladly, I guess. Let me let, let me say this: not gladly in the sense to be bitter about it because I'm realizing that just is lowering the bar. That's the problem. But if those if that's their sentiments, maybe you know they don't really belong right now in the community we're trying to build. Yeah. But I energy cleansing. But I said to um well, you know, I try to like leave them space for doing whatever it is within them. I mean, I got it too. I don't have a, I don't have a lot of followers, but I got a lot of losses. And they all you know, one person even just did vomit like emojis. Weird. Not weird, Dwayne. We talked uh, about that. I'm sorry. Why yeah, is that I'm weird? Learning. That's someone who is phobic, and is I don't want to go any further. But that weird is too kind. Not. But too good. I try. I wanted to respond. I just chose not to respond. But I want to respond to that person. Just say, um, God, I forget. I had to, you know, because I've been trying to respond in a better way than I n- normally would. Because mm-hmm. normally, I go hard in them. But I, I just, you know, I. Again, if you feel that way, why do you just feel the need to 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 do that? I mean, I don't know why you have to reach out and try to hurt someone else who's not hurting you. Mm-hmm. And you know, like they always say, it's there's something in it about it's something when you respond in that way. There's something about it that's triggering something where you're falling short in your own life. And I'm not saying those people are um, maybe have those feelings themselves, but there's something about them and their lives that irks them to make them react in that way. But uh, to the present story, the mom said, geez, I, she said, why did Maria do that? And, you know, she was upset by it. And I said, well, um, I says, the person Darius getting married is, is one of our best friends and, and family. I said, let me tell you about Daria. And I told them, you know, she's 20, came out here on her own, had a dream to be an MMA fighter. And I said, um, helped get into wrestling. And, you know, now she's super famous, super successful and um, courageous. But also an amazing, an amazing friend. And I said, you know, I don't know about you guys, but in my life, um, true friends are very precious. And this is a friend who's proven herself to be grateful and loyal to know what to to such great lengths continuously. And um, I said, you know, when when the chips were down in my life. Mm-mm. She was right there, holding me up, supporting me. And I said, you have to understand, um, the easier thing to do is to, you know, is to um, sharpen your pitchfork and light your torch and light someone like me on fire. Yeah. That's the easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. That'll get you all the likes in the world right now. But 
she didn't. She had the courage to go, no, uh-uh. You're my friend. You're amazing. I know you, and I got you. And I said, so whatever she needs, there's no, no question. I said, because that's what we do for friends. I said, I would do it for you all. I would hope you'd do it for me. Yes, we would. I said, so I was like, oh, 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 okay. Because we were just confused. I said, yeah, well, you know. So I, education, and that's the right kind of education. Had I lectured them on gay marriage, and it might not have hit home, but they understood because they were immigrants, they were loyal people, they were hardworking, they got it. I, and they got what sticking together in loyalty means. And I said, so, and her partner, her, her new wife, same thing, already proved herself. And I said, I'm sorry, I just don't have enough of that in my life. And I don't see enough of that in the world. And when I do, I said, I recognize it as very precious. And someone like that gets my undying love, loyalty, and support, no matter what. And they got it. And, uh, you know, sometimes I think it's just, people just need to be educated. I've seen, it's, I've seen family members, um, you know, Maria's family, old Greeks. They're, if you're not Greek, Dwayne, you're out. I knew it was an Italian. I, <laughs> I was public, I mean, but you know, education, education and exposure yeah. and experience and when I tell you like 180 degree difference 180 degree difference on the views now compared to 20 years ago 180 degrees yeah. I mean you know I yeah. see them like you know Greek dancing with gay guys and gay girls and you know what I mean it's just they get it now they get the whole thing but um, it's ignorance and i swear it's lack of education hmm. you know and uh lack of exposure but what do we do we just and i understand we they bring a machete we pull out a bigger machete and now we're at the point we just pull out the machete yeah. but i really think that empathy and education and in taking a little time now by the way there's just people who aren't going to get it and that's just their journey in the world all I ask of those people is just, okay, but don't don't act on it. Don't go out and hurt somebody. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But it doesn't mean you have to go and act on it and do something violent or even nonviolent or emotionally violent to someone else. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So I always say if you can have the patience to try to educate and have empathy. And the reason I do is because I needed the education mm. myself. I'm sure you're going to need it too, Dwayne, over time. Like, you know, yeah. you just, you're not, you're not who you were right. at 18 or 16 or 20 or even 30 or, you know. Um, so I try to leave room for other people because I know me. You know, I, you know, I was a knucklehead. My God, at 18, the things, the beliefs I had, I was like, wow, who are you? But I didn't know any better. Right. You know, I didn't know any better. So, all right, Dwayne. Well, on that note, Dwayne, why don't we spin the. Let's spin the RGF wheel. Oh, okay. Let's spin the RGF wheel, Dwayne, right. and let's let's play something I would like. Okay, little test, Dwayne. Something you would something like. Something I would like. <clears throat> it could be something I've played before, Dwayne. Let's okay. just spin the RGF wheel. We're just going to see right now, just a little RGF trivia. We're going to see if Dwayne has been paying attention these last few weeks. Let's uh, see. For this. the all-male edition of RGF. By the way, uh, 
Kelsey says hi everybody she is busier than ever uh, Kelsey will be and I will be going back east on a secret mission mid-march super excited about that hope to get her in studio here before Natasha uh, be back as well by the way Japan uh, Japan by the way Dwayne I'm going to Japan Ooh. yeah I'm going to Japan on Tuesday so I don't know there could be a would it be a JGF a Japan guy Friday <laughs> well um, we guess we could you and I could do a, well, well it we could do be a zoom Friday. call it wouldn't be Friday no, it'd be what? It'd be like my Saturday's your Friday. I think so. Right? Yeah, hmm. regular guy Saturday. <laughs> no, because it's Japan. It's Japan guy Friday. Japan guy Saturday. No, Japan. <laughs> no, it's a Japan guy Friday because even well, it's Saturday. It's, so it's a regular in, guy Friday, but it's Japan guy Saturday. Japan edition. Regular guy Friday, Japan edition. Anyway, the, our four like fans are going to tell us. Our four fans yeah. are going to tell us. But I want to forewarn you all. I'm hoping. I'm very busy over there. I have a stack schedule. Um, thank God Captain Lou Captain. spoke such fluent Japanese. Remember when he said the Japanese race is the superior race? No. No, remember when you said, I don't think this is very politically correct. Oh, and yes. And you questioned yes, his, he was, his fluent he, Japanese. He was just a, It was yes. just a different dialect. Yeah, And I you do questioned it. Mm -hmm. How dare you? Again, rushing now, to judgment. Now you can go learn yes, what he learned. I'm going to. And make sure you vlog it. And, okay? and I have to hope that the Japanese people embrace me like they embraced Captain Lou. Yeah, exactly. They, they adopted will. him. Oh, he said will. that. Okay. You're way more charming than Captain Lou. You got I, this. No, you Captain Lou. Come on. Come on. Come on. Please, Dwayne. Yeah. Please. Yeah, I'm a piker here. compared to Captain Lou. All right, Dwayne, <laughs> spin that wheel. Let's go. All right. Let's, let's see. go. I So, okay, I, I decided to do a little uh, twist here. Let's hope you like it. Come on. Here we go. It's coming. Just, just, if you could see his face. Gloria, sing to this. Tap dancing. Wait, just give it, give it a chance. No, no, I'm doing. I'm more into. I need to see this movie. Oh, what was this? March of the Penguins? No. What was this? Happy Feet. Happy Feet. Happy Feet. Good movie, Dwayne? Wonderful movie. Oh, I'm in. I'm I, in. I already it. can tell. It's beautiful. So this penguin cannot sing, but they all sing. All he can do is tap dance. And so he's an outcast. <gasps> I didn't mean to spoil it. I'm sorry. But spoiler alert. Spoiler. Come on. Spoiler. You got it, buddy. I'm watching him. Oh. See, Dwayne, Forward Female wants us on YouTube. Yeah. And first of all, I don't want to get killed by the YouTube crowd. But secondly, we wouldn't be able to. They were like, and by the way, no more music. Well, listen, if we just have a so, commentary about it, like, we, we, we analyze. No, I don't know. Dwayne. No, no, no. Dwayne, sometimes. <laughs> we learned that in AfterBuzz. Sometimes they still knock you out. See? It's a little twist. Something you like, something I like. Yeah. I think I like the, the movie better than the song. Okay. Almost. I had. I got a point. Here comes. Here comes. Come on, Wait girl. For it. You got it. Yes, Queen. Queen okay, Pigman. Mm. Yeah. Everybody's into it. You get the Emperor, Emperor Penguins too. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, wonder oh yeah, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this mm. is a great movie. All right. movie. All right. Well, Dwayne, as we go out, we made our time. Uh, Thank you all for your patience with my migraine. And um, so this weekend goes on. The week goes on. Try to remember why we're here. I think we're here. Learn from mistakes, help each other, and try to have some fun along the way, huh? But by the way, Dwayne, mm-hmm. it's post-Super Bowl, and for you people in the, in the cold climates, you are entering the dark times, and I'm sorry, and we're here for you, and let's just get to St. Patrick's Day and opening day, and, uh, and, and, and better times are coming, and boom, we'll be right back into the holiday season, but I know this is... This is the dark period. Going. This is it. This is it. Post Super Bowl to St. Patrick's Day is the darkest of dark. So, yeah. We'll get through it. It's okay. We'll get through it. Here we go. Mumbo. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chilly, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag 